0: Are you tired of the same old, same old? Do you want to break away from the herd? Do you need a change from all the other vanilla sports talk shows out there? Well, you come to the right place. It's the kings of sport, a new flavor in the world of sports talk. It's a place where you hear fresh takes on the hottest topics.
1: Now, this is a glimpse into the Lakers future, and... And Paul Gasol, like you said, has been peaking. And it's only been over the past couple of weeks. So I feel like as bad as it is that Kobe's hurt, the Lakers may be at a competitive advantage when it comes to making the playoffs. Not a lot of film out there on this Laker team.
0: That's a little bit of wishful thinking, thinking they'll be better off without Kobe. But I do think that this is an opportunity for Dwight, and especially Powell, who has kind of come on at the last quarter of the season. You know, it's like, where was this guy all along? Maybe it took this long for him to kind of gel with D'Antoni's style. But the power we're seeing right now, has a guy that is playing at an all-star level. You you see just the variety of moves he has around the basket and the, the death passing that he's always had. You'll hear the coolest guests.
2: The whole idea of these people who were so adamant that Tiger needed to turn himself in, I just had all kinds of questions about how they felt about Tiger Woods. Like, that's just that's just what you couldn't help but go back to, because that's ridiculous. I don't care how much golf is supposed to be based on this gentleman's game and honor and da-da-da and everybody else and everybody talking this noise. Look, man, I play golf with people. They be out you cheat all the time. I got a buddy that was on the internet, on Twitter, going hard, super-duper moralistic about this. He cheats at golf all the time i have watched him cheat at golf he cheats it he is cheating at golf playing with me and i stink like there wasn't even any competition in this but out here all this time needs to go home that's ridiculous ain't nobody gonna
0: do that and you'll hear discussions you won't hear anywhere else like this is the black panther he's the king of wakanda he's one of your prominent black superheroes and he goes out like that what, what's your thoughts on that marcus
3: Said comments right? <laughs> just like Star Trek, just like uh, Star Trek last week. I wasn't here for that. You know, you know. I'm not about that. I'm not about
0: that life. And we have a new champion, and he is uh, representing the great country of Australia. Well, I, I guess Australia's a continent, is
3: it? Uh-oh. It's a country and a continent. Oh no. Uh, I believe so. It's 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 a continent. I thought oh wait. It was a yeah, it's it a country coming. and a
0: continent, oh, though. Like, savage. it's the only country that's a continent and vice versa. We should know these things. We should. <laughs> uh, you know, I just want to let everybody know that the Kings of Sport loves everybody. We don't discriminate on the basis of race, religion, sexual orientation, nothing like that. But there are some things that brothers need to be a little bit more careful about than our Caucasian companions. Uh, some things, br- brothers, if you if you're not used to doing it, maybe you should practice first. Things like riding horses. Things like riding jet skis, taking trips in hot air balloons, shout out to Dante Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and especially riding ATVs in the off-season when you just finished signing the richest contract ever. The Kings of Sport, a new weekly podcast available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Are you down with the Kings?
4: Down with the Kings! This is core Bauer of MLW Radio, and you
0: are listening to Kings of Sport. Get on with it now. Yo, this is Gary Washburn from the Boston Globe, and you're listening to King of Sport. Keep tuning in. You know you're going to get something good.
3: And now for something completely different.
1: For all you black folks out there! This is... Fourth and quarter extraordinaire Morgan Campbell of the Toronto Star. I was planted on this planet and I plan to MC because I'm down with the kings, like Daryl Mack. Look it up. Down with the king for you. Recruiting suckers, Mackin, Mike
0: and making men of 'em. Tears and fears for my peers. They risen. You think that it is, it is, if not it isn't. Race for the water, my daughter could be to hang out. Cheap racking beats in a street, and it's time for hanging out. Gather or rather from a circle around aloud. Just good brothers or others could never ever rock a crowd. Is it because he's running off with the mouth? Or was he really clearly And welcome to the Kings of Sport? the program changing the game one show at a time aka the world most dangerous sports show aka itunes longest running weekly episodic program produced and hosted by two or more african americans who are not affiliated with a major network we are back ladies and gentlemen been a long time shouldn't have left you without some dope pod to step to i of course am the godfather nate milton and i am joined for this special day by uh, a gentleman who is always been sort of a, sort of an unofficial king but but in the last year he's become a, an official king not only is, is he a king but he is the mayor of los angeles california y'all give it up for the professor chris ely aka moderna chris chris what's going on brother welcome to episode
5: 300 Hey, what's up, man? Chilling, chilling. It's it's crazy that we've been we've been at this for this long, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here.
0: Yeah, we happy to have you, man. Uh, we've been going strong since 2013. Chris was right. here almost since day one, and and he's been you know yeah. down with the Kings ever since. But Chris, you know, there, there's a person out there
3: who
5: uh-huh.
0: literally was here from day one, and, and he's kind of like. You remember that movie Mr. 3000 with Bernie Mac, right?
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: What okay. the whole idea was uh, Bernie Mac was Stan Ross, this player for the Milwaukee Brewers. And yeah. he was like three hits shy of 3,000. Mm-hmm. And so he had to come back to try to get that 3,000 hit. Uh, well, this brother was here for 296 shows on the Kings of Sports.
5: Right. But, he, but he just didn't
0: make 300, but he is back. For one night only. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for my longtime tag team partner, my co-host, my brother, and my friend. Marcus
3: Vandenberg, y'all. Brother Marcus, what's good? First time, long time. <laughs> what's up, fellas?
0: What's up, man? Glad what's to have you Mike? back. It's, it's been, it feels like it's been years, but really it's only been months, Marcus, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's it's been uh been wild not having you around the past uh, you know few months.
3: It has been nine months and two days since I uh, left the show for uh, for work reasons. Uh, <laughs> Made ESPN now, and yeah, it has been surreal not doing the show at, for selfish reasons. I, the best part about doing the show was I got an excuse to talk to Nate and not doing the show and Nate being in Virginia and me being in Los Angeles. Like, yeah. we don't talk this often. So what I try to do now is that when I see Nate doing, you know, NWA or a different show, and he sends out the link, I'll try to pop in just to say hello before you guys do it on air. But yeah, it's, it's uh, good to be back and good to, to talk to you guys. Yeah, and, and I, I feel
0: like what you're saying, Marcus, because Chris and I uh, recorded an episode of the NWA podcast. Yesterday that Marcus popped in on before we went uh, live with that. Um, And during the show, we were talking about how it's just harder to make time. You know, it's harder to kind of, you know, reach out to to your friends and your family and whatnot when you're just busy. And so like that was one of the benefits of the show that I didn't realize was there until it was not there. Is that you know every week or every couple of weeks? You know, once we started tinkering with the schedule, you know, you and I would chat for at least two hours on the mic, you know, on the show, uh, and then probably another hour around the show and then during the week leading up to it. Uh, and that we do like we don't do that anymore, we're still very much in contact, but yeah, like I was like, there's there'll be like two or you know, a week or two that passes, and like I've said, like, one thing to Marcus, and I'm like, wow, like it's 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 weird, but I think, you know, everybody here, you know, and I'm, a, I'm including Chris, like we were definitely happy uh, to hear the news that, uh, you know, you've been hired by ESPN. You, you definitely earned that, brother. Uh, but it did uh, change some things with the show. But we, we're glad you're back, man, because, you know, Chris and I were talking before we hit record. This whole thing doesn't happen without. You and me and uh, redacted, uh, and, and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> uh, shout out to redacted wherever he may be. Uh, but but like it happened for a reason, and I think the reason we lasted so long, you know, even when it when it was just you and me, Marcus, is because we did have that friendship, and still do to this day.
3: It was a friendship built um, with, I think sports and wrestling as the foundation, but it was also a friendship that was built virtually. Um, yes. you know, we we've talked about on the show the, the one time we met in person, which was already six years ago now. Mm. Um and <laughs> when I first met <laughs> Nate, I was it was at it was at NABJ in DC and I was coming back to my hotel room and I think Nate yes. was coming out of the shower. And yes. uh I, I'm pretty sure Nate you were singing in the in the bathroom. And as I did I, was, to I yeah, I was like, all right, this is this is how this first introductions gonna go down in a in a bathroom with I think Nate and a towel. Um, it was like it, I was like a a
0: <laughs> black Bobby Ewing coming out of the shower on Dallas, and, and you was like, is this a dream? Is this real? What
3: what's yes. going
5: on here? <laughs>
3: yes, and, and that led to the one of my favorite shows we did, which was <laughs> the the live show, which turned into. A three-man show with Morton Campbell. Yeah, where essentially we were just riffing off of the opening ceremonies of the Olympics, and uh, we had random people sort of stop by the room, and uh, we had no direction. It was just more so us talking to the microphone, and you know, I think the plan was to do more of that in person, but then you know, life gotten away, the and then COVID gotten away, the and then that was yeah. uh, out of the show. So, (laughs) yeah, it's so
0: weird. You know, I started laughing when you talked about how long ago that NABJ trip was because, yeah, it just kind of happened. You know, Marcus and I had been talking about it that year leading up to the conference. And, you know, I was like, you know what? Let me just hop on a train, head up to D.C. and, you know, give me one of these good hot hotel showers and uh, meet Marcus. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, like that night was really fun because it was the night and I think you've said this, Marcus, it was kind of the night where the show kind of crystallized because Mm -hmm. before that, you know, we started as a three-man team and then we, after about a year or so, we dropped down to two and we did that for about a year or a year and a half before NABJ. And I feel like we were good, but then after that trip, I think that kind of solidified our chemistry and our partnership. And yeah, unfortunately, we haven't had a chance to link up since then. But, you know, Lord willing, and, uh, you know, no diseases and and, and no world wars and, and no natural disasters, hopefully we'll be able to link up uh, next year in your neck of the woods.
3: Yes, yeah. um, which would be 10 years to the month mm. of the launch of the podcast. Uh, yeah. What Nate is referring to, of course, is WrestleMania, which is coming to... Inglewood, not Los Angeles. Put some respect on yes. in Inglewood's name. <laughs> no,
5: seriously, seriously. Uh,
3: so, yeah, it'll be t- it'll be 10 years in 2023. Yeah. And I think we can definitely figure out something to do uh, around that if that were to happen in terms of uh, you coming out here.
0: Uh, most definitely. And, and, you know, you mentioned uh, Inglewood and and. and- the mayor is in attendance uh Marcus I didn't know if you saw him uh your 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 fine mayor uh but Chris has been a part of this show for a long time you know it started off I believe it was when we were experimenting in the early days with people calling in and that lasted all of about two or three weeks uh but Chris was somebody that we kind of met you know online and he's always been a good dude and he got the show immediately and He's been a part of it since then. So Chris, uh, any thoughts before we kind of bring in some other special guests this week, any thoughts on the show that since you've been a part of it and kind of the last few months where, you know, I, I didn't even ask Chris, you know, if, if he wanted to kind of step in and fill in, uh, when Marcus stepped away, but Chris was like, Hey man, like, are we recording this week or, Hey, you know, we're going to talk about this. So Chris has done a lot in terms of, you know, helping me to keep the show rolling.
5: Yeah, I feel like one of those um, guest hosts on uh later back in the day <laughs> on NBC that just are the guest hosts that just stick around. Uh yeah, but it's it's been like crazy that's like bu- like I've gone through at, l- at least two girlfriends uh before, <laughs> while i've met you guys and then the, 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 i have a, a third girlfriend now that's sticking around we're getting married and stuff it's it's been uh great and it's weird because i've i've been around you in person nate and mm-hmm. marcus as well i've we we've all you know met each other in person we just haven't been together all at once you know it's it's so i'm you know hopefully that happens at uh mania uh, next year yeah um and um yeah it's just this show has been very uh therapeutic for me mm. uh to talk about uh the various issues in sports um especially with uh my my garbage lakers this season <laughs> uh you know you 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 need these kind of I need these kind of outlets to, so I, you know, so I can maintain my sanity, and, and I couldn't even like, the Clippers are garbage too, you know, it was, it was just a bad, bad year for, um, Los Angeles basketball, football, decent, but basketball not so much.
0: And I like that you brought up the word therapy there because, but you know, before we bring in the guests, uh, the one thing that I like that you hit on, uh, Chris, is just kind of the passage of time, because when this show started, Marcus wasn't married. When right. this show started, Marcus wasn't a dad. You know, when this show started, I was literally two or three weeks back from Canada. And so like the early days of the show, yeah, we we're kind of talking about like what was going on in our lives. And you know, yeah. those first 10, 15 shows were very therapeutic for yeah. me because it gave me an outlet.
5: R- right. Like it it's, it just seems so weird to to think back to to that time because i remember the stress you went through mm-hmm. going to, to canada and this the even more stress you went to coming back to uh, the states um i was in all kinds of of bad shape um i had uh, quit a a corporate job where I was making decent money, uh, to be broke and start uh, <laughs> and start uh, my my master's degree program, and then start being a, a college professor. It was it, the, the, mm. like the journey is is real, man. Like I like I've um, like with with even though we haven't been together, it feels like just with these rites of passages that have happened in between time. It it really does feel like I I went on this journey with you guys, right? Mm.
3: So, something you hit on, Nate, when when it comes to yourself, we were, I think, discussing mental health before mental health became mm. sort of mm-hmm. an end thing to discuss. Uh, that was in 2013 when I think you. Know, yeah. I don't want to speak out of turn for you, but when I think you probably sort of hit your lowest mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm sort of had that open conversation on the podcast, sort of about where you were at mentally and sort of the the challenges you were facing and what you're trying to do to sort of get right. And I think that's something that has always stood out to me, especially as mental health becomes more of a, less of a taboo and more of a conversation um, with peers is that you sort of put yourself out there early on, on the show Mm. and who knows, you know, who listened to that episode and was sort of impacted by that and that sort of helped them indirectly. Mm. Yeah,
0: I, I appreciate that, brother, cuz thinking back to like the creation of the show, it was always initially it was a response. It was a reactionary show because I'm somebody who's grown up listening to sports radio and the sports radio I was listening to around 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. there were some good hosts, but there weren't a lot of hosts that looked like us, you know, unless right. they were former athletes. And so like, I was like, we, we got some, you know, Andre 3000, we got something to say. And so that was the initial start of the show. But then, like you said, you know, going through what I went through coming back from Canada and going through therapy and things like that, it just kind of became less about that mission, even though that's always been part of the mission to get yeah. more voices out there and more about just us and our lives reflected with the sports talk that that, you know that that we talk about and the the politics that we talk about and the real life stuff uh that we talk about uh but speaking of uh people that that want to talk we've met a lot of great people over the years here at the kings of sport and uh some of them decided to stop by today marcus and 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 uh you know wish us a happy birthday if you will so uh let's go first out to texas and talk to a man who who truly uh, embodies that outlaw spirit ladies and gentlemen he is back you know him some of y'all love him tj maclune is in the building tj
4: what's good You guys sure as hell brought a great topic up to talk about right before introducing me. That's great. I'm so glad to come in right by with mental health and feeling down the dumps and therapy and feeling terrible. Also, that 2012-2013 timeframe, much like 2022, a lot of sports hosts look like me. Hi, I am your demo, Uh, Mm -hmm. a late 30s white guy that still loves wearing a backwards 5150 new era hat. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am what you see on 92.3, the ball in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right here, talking about Giannis and Middleton's great yeah. MCL. So, hi. I want to get Marcus's
0: impression because uh, we met TJ through our former co-host. Like, I, I redacted. had seen. Yes, Redacted introduced us. Uh, like, I had heard some of TJ's work because I believe at the time he was doing a show on Place to Be Nation. Yeah. Uh and I had started working with Place v Be Nation, uh, doing TNA impact write-ups of all things. That was my one and only venture into journalism, Marcus. Uh but uh what, what did you think the first time we brought TJ on? And and did you feel like he was gonna click with us and with our audience and and uh continue that relationship to this day?
3: Um I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember the first time TJ was on. I'm sure at some point we discussed hockey, though.
0: Is that, I course. think it was either a March Madness show or a college
4: football show. Okay. Yeah, I think it might 20, March Madness. Oh, 13 as well.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, this was before I think we sort of had bad feelings toward Redacted, so I thought that <laughs> I could see a situation where TJ would sort of be a, a regular guest. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that TJ still around after redacted left, I think sort of gives you the answer there because we could have at least easily said, hey, yeah, uh, TJ, go, go pound sand with your, with your boy. But we decided to to keep TJ around and TJ kept coming on the show. Yeah.
0: And I think that speaks to, you know, just how much we clicked and that even though the person that introduced us was out of the picture, we went back to TJ and TJ came back to us and we still had great conversations on sports and wrestling. And, and I feel like TJ has a unique voice and I feel like it's even more unique when you put him in the context of the Kings of sport. And so I feel like our energies kind of clicked. Um, But TJ, like what were some of your memories of coming on the show? Like, did did you vibe with us instantly or, or was it something that kind of took time?
4: Oh God, no. No, um, I think the best part was it was just fun. Like mm. I it's probably why how you and I much we really like the Levitard show. Yes. It's this show, you just come on and talk. There's a format, but there's not a format. We can ping pong between a lot of different topics. You talk about wrestling, basketball. I'll throw in hockey as the token white guy because that's our sport. <laughs> and um Yeah, plus I like being your, you know, the one where you need to have someone to come on and talk about, you know, our things and our things. Wow, I'm really digging the hole right here. I was going with this somewhere and it just completely just crashed and burned.
0: (laughs) I love that you brought up hockey though, TJ, because I was thinking back this week, Marcus, about some of the segments we used to do, like back in the first couple years of the show when it was super overproduced. I I can admit that now. Uh, Like I thought I was actually on the radio with music drops in between every break and different segments with their own theme music and imaging. Uh, But one of the segments we used to do, because Marcus, I think early on in the program, let me know he was a hockey fan. And I was just like, huh? Like you you don't (laughs) fit the description that I've been told all my life. And so we started a segment called Ask a Hockey Negro, where Marcus would just come on for about two or three minutes every week and talk about the NHL. And I thought Marcus, like that was a really cool segment and people seemed to dig it and – yeah, like like, did you did you feel like that was gonna be something that that people liked, or did you think we were gonna be one and done with that segment?
3: Uh, because of the hockey, yeah, I had low expectations there. Uh, Twenty thirteen, I was still a partial season ticket holder for the LA Kings, and um, I was going to probably at least ten games a season to go see the Kings, and the Kings at that point um they were relevant because they were winning stanley cups so that made things exciting um and then my buddy who i went to all these games with moved to toronto and that really honestly sort of hurt my hockey fandom because i didn't have anything to go with so um i you know you mentioned the nhl i have not watched a lot of hockey this season and that's not that's not a reflection of the nhl more (laughs) so like of my of my job but right. uh Hockey is still a great sport. It's still probably the best sport in person to to Mm. watch live. Um, It's still a sport that also is uh, dealing with some its own issues um, on and off the ice. But, uh, yeah, I'm surprised that that segment ended up sort of sticking the way it did.
0: Yeah, and and I I enjoyed it. Even as somebody who's not a hockey fan myself, uh, I I dug when you would be able to drop knowledge on on, uh, that sport. Uh, But, Chris, I have a quick pop quiz for you. Yeah, sure. Uh, what is the theme song
4: for the Kings of Sport podcast?
5: Um, it's the um, Run Run DMC, right? Uh, yeah, Run DMC, yeah. Down with the Kings.
0: It yeah. literally
4: played before you guys had that 40-minute intro by coming on here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason I ask you that, Chris, uh, is because Run DMC, man, that's old school hip-hop. There's a friend of the program, and Marcus knows exactly where I'm going with this. A friend of the program that has been down almost since day one who is nothing if not old school hip-hop he is one half of the excellent team at Mr. Throwback Thursday ladies and gentlemen Jamie Robinson in the building
6: what's going on fellas What's oh, yeah, up, another baby, white guy?
0: Baby, the guy? Wow, there's <laughs> two of us now,
6: All, only on the outside. I'm, I'm team light skinned, so <laughs> <laughs> nah,
4: <laughs> I blame the HD camera on the map. So <laughs>
0: <that>, <laughs> oh, but Jamie, yeah, thank you for taking some time out, man, to hang with us this week. Always. So, so what people don't know is Jamie and I have known each other or been each, in each other's orbit for a minute minute, like yeah. originally. And I think you've told this story on Mr. Throwback Thursday, Jamie. Originally, Jamie had the idea to pitch an old-school hip-hop show. And he hit me up, and we were collaborating. And it was originally going to be, uh, what was it? Uh, toes and Shell toes and Kangles. <laughs> yep, that was the original oh, no. title. <laughs> uh, but it didn't work out. And, and uh, it, everything happens for a reason, because Jamie uh, and Bill went on to do Mr. Throwback Thursday. I went on to do the Kings of Sport, and we both, are still here to this day, no matter (laughs) matter what the critics might have said back then, Jamie. And they had some things to say. (laughs) Before we even started, they had things to say. (laughs) Uh, But we've had a long relationship, man, between both of our shows. You know, you guys have been on our show. You know, I've been on your show. Mm -hmm. Bill and Marcus had a famous bet, uh, which resulted in Bill wearing King's gear on Mr. Throwback (laughs) Thursday, Once Upon a Time. Long ago uh, far away, yeah. yes. Uh, Jamie and Bill regularly have dominated the Kings of Sport Fantasy <laughs> Football League. Um, like
6: five years, like five years, um, I think five years in a row. <laughs> it was one or the other of us, and I yeah. don't know how.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they, they've always been a part of the show. But uh, Jamie, so when the first time you heard us, like when we had like an actual show out, like did what, what was the vibe? Like did you dig what we put down? Like is this like, okay, these guys are doing something or were you like, I mean, I'll, I'll listen just because we're friends, but, but you, you ain't hitting the New York hammer. <laughs> but that, that's the way it started. It was, you know, hey,
6: I'm going to be doing a show. You might want to check it out. Cool. Okay, I'll yeah. check out any of my friends stuff. I will check out. But then I kept coming back. Mm. And, you know, even when it was a three man team, I kept coming back. So that's saying something, mm-hmm. um, you know, is as nasty as it may have gotten. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it became it became a little more streamlined and easier to listen to when it's a two man show, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as, I mean, it,
5: as nasty as it got, and I see what you did
6: there. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just there were some tough times. That's all. <laughs> some hard
0: times.
6: The <laughs> <wheel>. <laughs> but no, and then you st- you start bringing the the fans in. They like said we did the um the college, the march madness pool at one time which i yep. may have won that um and then fantasy football and then fantasy baseball which i always forget about until like 3 months into the season yeah it, it was it was always something to come back to and you know vanderburgers you know it was always, oh, so, always something that would keep you coming back on what's going to be there next time you know i have to mm-hmm. be there cuz i don't want to miss what the next thing is going to be
0: oh man thank you for that jamie cuz i had completely forgotten <laughs> about so many of these random segments. Like we did Vanderburgers uh, for a few years. Marcus, we had the black power quarterback rankings and the black yeah. quarterback <laughs> power rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we used to do the list where we'd have like our top five, which I guess I, I can say it now because, you know, ain't nobody suing. Uh, but I stole the list and uh, Jamie will know exactly what I'm talking about. I stole uh, that idea from uh, the Mike and Bob show. <laughs> uh, my good friends uh bobby fresh uh yes who, yes who uh may or may not pop in this who week, may yeah you never know i
6: thought i heard him saying that he might
0: yeah you know uh we we got we got the open door invitation for bobby but uh like bobby yes bobby <laughs> actually uh recorded uh the pilot episode with us jamie uh episode zero that the dark episode lo- yes lost yes. In time, and so yeah, I think that's one of the coolest things about podcasting, Marcus, is that you know you can support each other, you can collaborate, you know, you can do crossovers, and you know Jamie and Bill have like really been supportive of, of us over the years, and and we appreciate that.
6: Well, and they've they gone, keep gone on letting to... us come win leagues. We'll keep coming back and supporting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you guys have gone on to great success yourselves. I mean, feel free to. The show and talked about sort of your yeah. progress from the show. From you guys started 2013 as well, right? 20, 2014, January, yeah, okay, you're year, year yeah. later,
0: yeah. So, they here's the funny thing about Mr. Throwback Thursday so they started a year after us, and for the longest time, much like the tortoise and the hare, we were mm-hmm. out to a big lead in terms of episodes. <laughs> but what, what episode are you guys on now? We uh, 429 dropped today, yeah,
6: so it's just <laughs> Just goes to wow. show you, man. Ain't how you start the races, how you finish it. That's it. Well, we when we started off, our our first thing we said is we will be there every single Thursday mm. because if we're not there, somebody else is gonna find something else to listen to.
5: Mm-hmm. Right.
6: So we make sure when you come looking for us on Thursday, we're there. You know, for, for over eight years now. Uh between vacations, deaths in the family, hospitalizations for one or the other of us, we have never missed a Thursday. Yeah. I, I've had to go to the bullpen many a day. <laughs> <laughs> and, but but I, I want to thank everybody out there who has uh, rogered up. When I There hasn't been a time where I've – Alfredo's a big one. There hasn't yes. been a time where I haven't said, hey, I need you to come sit in with a day's notice. Here's the show notes. And mm-hmm. I, I've never gotten a no. So, yeah. I mean, we, we've had the guys from um, the upcoming Universal Hip Hop Museum – Uh, Actually, next week, we're going to have Ed Young from The Source.
5: Mm -hmm. Uh,
6: He's not with The Source anymore, but uh, he went to Harvard. He'll tell you. Um, (laughs) We had Pete Nice. We had Chuck D. We've had DMC. We've had Positive K. We've had Shaw Rock. I mean, Drez from Black Sheep, Fredro from Onyx. We've had tons of people on the show, and it just blows my mind because – you know, when it got to the point where we had two Rock and Roll Hall of Famers that we had interviewed, and it's just me and my dumb friend from 35 years ago, <laughs> y- yeah. y- you kind of wonder, how the hell is this happening? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. we, have, we have no ends anywhere. It's just all boots on the ground. Hitting people up going, hey, you want to come on the show? We'll talk to you.
5: (laughs) Hopefully they're nice enough to say yeah, right?
6: Yeah, And again, we've never gotten a no. Well, I can't say never. I've been ignored. (laughs) Uh, We we got a no from Terminator X because he said he's not comfortable speaking, and that's why he became a
0: DJ, and I couldn't argue with him. Talks with his hands. Yeah. Yep.
5: Yep. The ones and twos.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, like, that's one of the things I've always respected about Bill and Jamie, man. Like, they, they put in the work. Like, they're very consistent. Um, us less so, but I will say, like, <laughs> to, our, like to our audience. Like, I think yeah. that's one of the coolest things about our audience. And like you said, Jamie, when you kind of established that relationship, like, when we were doing once a week, they were there. And then when it was every other week, they were there. And then when, you know, it became, like, once a month like it is right now <laughs> they're still here and so you know yeah. that's one of the coolest things is that you kind of meet people and, and I've got a I've got an email that I'm going to read later Marcus from uh, esteemed hater Jermaine Jones.
5: Uh, uh, oh kinda... and we we've got some comments too. Oh, we got some comments? Okay. Yeah. Uh what, what we got going on in the comment section, Chris? So we've got uh Kenta Kristofsky, uh congrats on 300 episodes and... Okay uh j i jackson 78 happy 300th kings so uh thank you for those comments
0: definitely appreciate that because you know like i was saying chris like without the audience you know it just be me and marcus talking to each other or me and you talking to each other or me and tj or me and jamie it would just be we could get on the phone for that you know we don't need to set up microphones and headphones headsets and, and equipment mm-hmm. for that, you know? And share it so, with the world. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, without, without, without the people, you know, it sounds corny, but without the people, there is no
3: show. And right. the, the people are, are out there. One of the, <laughs> one of the wildest moments during the show, uh, the last time the WWE was in town at the Forum in Inglewood, mm-hmm. uh, I went to the show, house show, with my wife, and we were walking in the parking lot inside the building and someone spots me, and says, "Hey, are you Marcus Vanderburg?" And I'm just like, "Oh no, what did I do?" <laughs> um, and he says, "Yeah, I'm. I'm a fan of the show, the podcast." And he recognized me in the dark in the parking lot, and just wanted to say hello. And like that's when I knew, okay, like mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, the numbers—we like, we didn't do the show for for numbers, um, but the fact that people out there do listen if it's just one person that listens i think that's yeah. what it made mm-hmm. it work yeah worth it. exactly
0: yeah
3: we did it for the love of the game marcus <laughs> and 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 i know
0: some of y'all out there watching uh the live version or in the future watching this on youtube and you notice that tj was brought up on screen with marcus <laughs> And so I, the, I
6: thought Marcus was sticking his hand up his ass and working him like a puppet there for a minute, <laughs> no, but didn't, he didn't see his I, mouth moving. <laughs>
0: Marcus is the greatest ventriloquist the world has ever known. He's he's a modern day Willie Tyler. And <laughs> yes, he is.
4: TJ I is told Lester, you. Yes. <laughs> Pre-event, I made some comments on AEW, and the bots came after me. So they my internet, now they're they're monkeying with this whole you know back end gimmick and. <laughs> What's on, see? like this.
0: But here's what we do on this show, TJ. We take any misstep and we turn that into an an opportunity. And so, like, let's talk about this because what we're doing right now, streaming live, like, that's something that is a relatively new addition uh, to the Kings of Sport. You know, Bill and Jamie have been doing it for a little minute, minute. uh, But we really didn't start doing this until the pandemic, you know, in 2019. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of was out of just dealing with different programs and, Finding this one and, like, you know, this this actually kind of works. And so I'm wondering, TJ, like, over the last couple years, like, what, what creativity uh, or what advances in your work, man, have you seen just due to either necessity or due to, you know, things are kind of wonky during the pandemic anyway? We might as well shake things up.
4: Dude, I remember when I used to do podcasting, I would have to record it over, I think it was my phone. But put the phone next to the the, the laptop record through garage go through like kind of a like facetime maybe a google meet hangout and then just go like record all the audio through that way yes so yeah seeing where it's come now that's been you know a huge advancement and just being able to get on a phone here in facetime or through a zoom call that's been the biggest thing like i have a, a shoot you know real job but it's not in an office, and I'll be damned if I ever go back into a hellhole that is a cubicle office because I, <laughs> I, I hate that. It's just yeah. I'd much rather sit here and be able to come on and adjust my day and be able to talk with you guys rather yeah. than be stuck somewhere and have to drive home and everything. So shout-out uh, to the pandemic. COVID, good stuff. Shout-out to,
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. like, yeah. to
1: the the Rona. It like, one thing,
5: thing the pandemic has done is, like, kind of showed us that – you know, there's a lot of things you can do from home, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to leave your house all the time. I, I look at that as a gift and a curse, though, because there are days where I should probably leave the house, and I don't. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I I totally feel you on that, man. It's, uh, you know, much easier and better working from home than a cubicle. Shout out to D-Nice for for...
6: Starting yes. this whole yes. mm-hmm. pandemic, I'm going to go on air and let everybody watch me thing.
4: Oh, well, yeah. It, wait, cool. he was the original versus? He, he may as
6: well have been. Pretty much. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, it was D-Nice versus D-Nice, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mirror match. Yeah, he went out. He was the first one that came out and started his yeah. club quarantine. He couldn't go yeah. working in the clubs anymore. He said, I'm still working. And he was yeah. just going strong. on, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, it's
0: it's just
5: thinking outside the box, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when you are forced to be a little bit more creative, uh, you know, great things can happen. Um, and and so, like, I'm wondering, Jamie, speaking of of great things happening, or maybe not so great things happening, (laughs) I know for a fact, Jamie, I know for a fact that. You are one of the select few who have listened to every single episode of the Kings of Sport. Like, I know we got a lot of people listen to the show, yeah. but, you know, they, they, they can't listen to every episode. And I get it. I understand. We all busy. But Jamie, for a fact I know, has listened to every single episode. So uh, what are some of your favorite moments or conversations that we've had over the years, brother? Ooh, I...
6: I- I would say ask a Hockey Negro was one of my favorites <laughs> of all time and and it made Bill very angry that he couldn't come on and talk hockey with you because you had somebody in-house who could do it already. yes <laughs> uh, no need to outsource no, no, but he he was he was just beat up over there. he's like, they don't need me to come on and talk hockey anymore because because Marcus is doing it. I'm like, well, it's their show, man, you got to expect them to be able to do their own show. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I will say it is my one of my favorite episodes was uh, one that I happened to be on uh, <laughs> when we were talking about the the March Madness bracket that that, that I won. Um, <laughs> but I had no idea I, college basketball. I was so far removed from college basketball mm-hmm. at that time. That I was basically going off of stuff that I remember from ten years ago, knowing, you know, that it didn't work anymore. You know, the, the programs had completely changed, and then I ended up winning it. So it was like, okay, well, what what was your strategy behind it? So I didn't have one, and everybody on the show was like, "What the how the fuck did this dude win?" <laughs> <laughs> it was just just to hear your guys's reaction because we weren't doing video. To hear your guys's reaction to the fact that I won. And had no idea how I won. Mm. And then you know, I, I also loved it when it went from a three-man show to a two-man show. But we won't talk about that <laughs> anymore.
4: <laughs> it's very big of you not to bring it up. Yeah, I, I would never do that on an anniversary <laughs> <No>. episode.
3: I, <laughs> Don't it I, but for, from our own, I mean, it was very hard to coordinate three people. I mean, it's very hard to coordinate two people, let alone three people. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I so, totally yeah, understand. It it it, uh, it, it made life easier in that sense just because i would go straight to nate and Nate to go straight to me and yeah we could figure yeah. out yeah, hey what what time works best for you yeah well, i had to, uh, early 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 i think it was like episode 25 i
6: had six people on the show and at that point we were using skype
0: yes oh, I, I, um,
6: I think i was on that one you were you were it was a roundtable discussion um, yeah but we were using skype i think uh audacity to record and i had like a, a, an eight-channel mixer hooked up to my computer and it was like the sound out of my computer into the mixer, back into my computer to record it. But you had to you had to get six people and me and Bill all coordinated at the same time and then to not stomp on each other. I mm. mean, I got a hard enough time not stepping on Bill. I don't know how you guys ever did it with three people on a regular basis.
0: <laughs> I think... For me, Marcus, and this kind of ties into uh, the early days of the show because, and I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. Why not? Uh, But the reason I specifically like chose you and I chose Redacted was because I like, I saw a vision, Marcus. I was Sam Jackson in the Avengers. Like there there was an idea. (laughs) If we could bring together a group of remarkable black people to talk about sports. Uh, But I was like, I know I can talk. Right. Like I've been broadcasting since I was 18 years old. So I know I can do this. What I what I where I'm lacking is in terms of like just that journalistic integrity and being Mm -hmm. able to see beyond the numbers. And Marcus is that in spades. And then we also needed like a little a little firecracker, a little pistol <laughs> to to throw a little razzle dazzle and and cause some trouble when when need be, and so and when not need be, but- and when <laughs> not need be, yes. <laughs> uh, so I, like I thought our our blend even in the beginning, like you know I think it got better when it was just the two of us, but even from the beginning, Marcus, I felt like we had something here, and some of my favorite episodes, like they're not the best episodes, not by a long shot, <laughs> are when it was like the early days where it's just like, I'm back from Canada. And I think for at least half of those episodes, I was probably drunk. And it's like (laughs) 12 o'clock on the East coast because, you know, Marcus wasn't available until like eight or nine. And we're just talking until, you know, one, two in the morning and just, just random shows. But then I went back and listened to him the next day and it's like, Oh, even, even with me in my uh, not so uh, great state, like (laughs)
6: back in your days.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when redapted left the show, I mean, if we told the story, it, it was a surprise to the two of us. It wasn't yeah. a situation where we decided to force him off the show or yeah, it we wasn't a David like, Ruffin situation. It wasn't a power play. No, we were we were legit surprised, and yeah. to this day, still don't know the reason why. The reason why <laughs> he wanted to leave the show. Mm. Um, you know, we we, we had some He's, friendly he said, discussions. Ain't him. nobody
0: coming to see you, Marcus. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I, th- I thought he was the Bobby Brown and management
3: just pushed him out.
7: <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean we had some some back and forth discussions on the show. But it's and listen, we were debating wrestling. We were debating trivial items. Yeah. We weren't debating like politics or anything that was right. personal or, or, or anything like that. Um right. so for us, we were totally surprised and then decided you know, pretty quickly. Soon after, all right. Well, we'll just keep doing the show without him. Yeah, like I don't even are. think
0: I don't <laughs> even think like we even considered bringing in a third person. No, I, I <clears> think <throat> that was a smart move though because,
6: you know, Nate. You know, you talk and talk. You can get off on a tangent just like me and Bill. I mean, <laughs> you you can go left real quick. Yeah, and Marcus will listen for a couple of minutes, and they go, okay. I need to reel him the fuck back in and, and, he, and he's got the ability to do it without putting you out there going, look, knock it off. We're supposed to be talking about this. <laughs> so, so that works real well. It, it, it's a nice one, two combination. If, if you have to reel in a third person, like had you gone with another th- a third chair, okay. That's somebody who you don't know how to handle them, how to respond mm-hmm. if they do get off or if they'll go off topic with you. You know, so I, I think it was a real smart move sticking with the two of you who who had that you know odd couple relationship.
0: Yeah. And 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 it's worked out. And I think it also, Marcus, like it allowed it allowed me to be a little bit sillier because I think in the early days of the show, I realized like we already had like the joke guy. And so mm-hmm. I was a little bit more, even though I had my jokes, I was a little bit more straight-laced, but once it was just the two of us. I think I was able to get a little bit more jokey and a little bit more freer. A uh, more Jerry and I, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Marcus, I think your personality came out a little bit more when it was just the two of us.
3: I mean, I was never going to be the joke guy. So that was, that was going to be your title. Um, but you know, like I, in real life, I am a natural introvert. So doing The show i've never had any fear about doing the podcast but personality wise Mm -hmm. like i would say nate is the extrovert and then i am the introvert and redacted was on the far scale of being the extrovert so the extra having (laughs) yeah so having two people like that and then me trying to fit in somewhere in there in terms of trying to keep things on track and actually, <laughs> uh, provide, provide facts and knowledge and not sort of wild baseless flames. Uh, so, you know, and, and the third chair ended up being sort of a rotation of Chris or yeah. TJ, or if we had a guest that we were, we went through a stretch where we, we were doing guests sort of pretty often, yeah. whether it be, you know, different journalists or, mm-hmm. or, um, I mean, we, we didn't talk later about some of our favorite guests, but, um, So that's where the third chair sort of ended up going as opposed to doing three plus, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, bringing it back around to TJ, like one of the things that I did like when it was just the two of us is it gave more space for people like TJ or people like Chris or or Jamie or, you know, one of my favorites. And I know Jamie knows this brother uh, when Dennis Black and Asian was kind of like our go to Marcus for a while when Marcus wasn't available, like Dennis would, would, would fill in or, uh, uh, Sierra Reed, the, the bane of my podcast existence. Like she used to do the show a lot. And so I miss I DBA. Think, <laughs> yes, yes, shout out to DBA. Uh, another, uh, brother that wanted to talk about hockey. Uh, I was like, really <laughs> hockey and soccer. I was like, yes. really? uh-huh. using
4: all the hockey talk that's being debuted on the, on the episode 300. I thought I was coming in just throwing stones about the upcoming playoffs. And it's been like, Nine times in reference,
6: but
4: it's from but, a different perspective.
0: Yes, TJ. You know, it's, it's from. A different
6: so we're not way. breaking down
4: hurricanes, Rangers. All right, got it. <laughs> no, we're not. No. <laughs>
0: that's that's for episode three hundred and one.
4: Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but but TJ like. What have been some of your favorite memories, man? Because we've talked a lot about a lot of different topics, mostly wrestling or football, some some funny, some serious. But what have been kind of some of your favorite moments when uh, you've had the time to come and uh, chop it up with
4: us? So I will say with the timing-wise, it's nice that whenever I get a DM, it's like, hey, we're recording at 4. And I have to go, cool, who's time zone? Because you're in the East Coast, I'm Central, and Marcus is, is uh, Pacific. So I'm like, which 4 o'clock? Because I don't know what that means. Um, or, it's always Nate time. Right. Exactly. It is. It's always <laughs> Nate time. Or my favorite is dropping you a message after the SummerSlam uh, result where Bianca lost in like 15 seconds to Becky and yeah. going, let me on. I want to defend this because this is perfect. And you're <laughs> right. just being like, and, I got and, this.
5: And you know what? Um, with, with regarding Nat, because I re- I remember that. Um, yeah. I I do like that um, on this show. There are disagreements, but I never feel like there's like a hot take. I'm just going to say this because I want to be a jackass <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying like trying to do like some Howard Sternish type nonsense. So I've always loved that about this show. Like I don't feel like um it's a it's an exercise when I am uh debating with someone on uh this platform.
4: No, no, skip balances. But yes. uh, we'll say <laughs> I will say, I'm gonna put two hands up because, and then close them to two thumbs because guess who was right about that storyline? This
5: guy. You, come on, you lucked into being right. Right, like
0: a broken clock is right twice a day, TJ. I was,
4: I feel vindicated, like Brooklyn Nine Nine, vindication right there.
5: Lucked into being right. And locked in. He sounds like
4: my two pregnancies I had of my wife locked into being right.
7: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I um, feel vindication how well that played out and how great that moment <clears throat> was and how much he's taken off now fighting Sonia <laughs> Deville and mm. how that's going. Well, that's I, going. I was, <laughs> Damn it, I was right. He was right about that one. <laughs> uh, right. I do think, though, like that's one of the cool things
0: of about the show is we have had uh, disagreements, whether it's something more trivial like wrestling or, you know, particularly over the last couple of years, Marcus, where we've talked about a lot of sociopolitical issues. And I've always felt like this has been a place where we can have differing opinions, but it's never hostile. Like, I think one of my favorite episodes now that I'm thinking about it is when Mike Mills, friend of the show uh, and uh, host of Booking the Territory, when we talked about uh, what was going on with the George Floyd protests. And it's like, if if you come in in good faith, I think we can have good faith conversations, even if we don't always see eye to eye. And I think like that, I'm not going to take all the credit. I don't even know if I need to take half of the credit, but I think like the show just has that tone. And I think a lot of that comes from you being the actual factual guy, but also it's like the people that we associate with, like I've never felt any real friction on this show in any of these conversations that we've had for the past nine years?
3: No, um, and we've, I mean, we've gone through some, some serious issues in this country. Uh, we did a show after the 2016 election. We did a show mm-hmm. after the 2020 election. Uh, we did shows after um, George Floyd, as you mentioned. I mean, basically the entire year of 2020. I think we probably talked more about non-sports than sports, and that was a reflection of sort of where the country was, and you know, during COVID and just everything going on. Like, I mean, also we went through a period with no sports to even discuss. So we had was the last dance. Oh man, those (laughs) those Sunday nights. I mean, it was ruined for me because I I got the screener, so I watched them all. But Mm -hmm. just seeing the reaction from twitter on sunday nights and people were sort of watching that in real time that was that was the thing that people looked forward to during the middle of the pandemic was like sunday night and and the last dance and once that went away we were still in this gray area of like hey what when sports coming back and then we got the, the bubble with the nba and we were sort of um heading back to normal with baseball but yeah that that period between march and and june um those are some dark times if you're a sports mm. fan. Uh um, in terms of what you you know what you're watching.
4: Can we say the low point of that time was the horse virtual event with like Chris Paul and Sue Bird? Like that was the worst. <laughs> the lowest point I think we had. And watching like Jared Allen play 2K.
3: That's right. The 2K we had the NASCAR
4: yes. iRacing, which was I was playing Madden, the little Madden yeah, tournament. It, I mean Yep.
3: I uh I respect the creativity in terms of trying to come up with things. To,
0: there was a lot of yeah, stuff that was just kind of like let's A lot let's lot of try. Failed it. ideas. Yes, <laughs> I mean it, noble noble failures though,
6: James. Yes, noble yes. Failures. No, no. They you try you get the you tried award. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm good with that. You know, cause it was better than nothing, but but yeah. they failed.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing though, like I just realized, Marcus, the fact that you left when you did. We missed two big shows that we could have had a lot of fun with because, as Chris mentioned off the top, uh, your your Rams, I'm going to put in quotations, (laughs) uh, your Rams won the Super Bowl. And, of course, Uh the Braves, world champions of the world, Marcus Vandenberg. We could have had some fun with that, brother.
3: Yeah, I, I was trying to remember, I mean, July of 2021 is when I left. And yeah. we went through a whole sort of sports calendar there, yeah. Um, I have no comment on the Braves. Uh, I
4: forgot they won the World Series until this until uh, this month. I forgot they were a team. That's yeah.
3: Well, I, I I remember every day when I look when when I looked at Freddie Freeman in the lineup, I, I remind myself of of his prior prior years. Um, and then you mentioned the Rams, which, uh, you know, it. Km agent sort of talked to this as well but it, mm-hmm. it it happened and the city survived and moved on like there wasn't really this groundswell of, of yeah people rushing out for a Rams parade or anything like that right. so you know I think that will continue to be something the team deals with in terms of trying to establish the fan base
0: right well, I quick, think before uh hold on Chris real quick because yeah. Mar- I think one of the things Marcus and I have talked about like Halfway facetiously over the years was the ranking of LA football. Now that there's like an abundance of teams in LA, so popularity wise, where are uh, the Rams in terms of you know the Chargers or USC or you probably even got some Raider fans in the building? Like where where's uh, do the Rams
5: rank? I'd probably say number one, but. Barely, I think it's mm. like. I mean, the thing with pro football is it's been all over the place in Los Angeles for like twenty some odd years, right? You've had, um, we did we didn't have a team for twenty years, and then hey hey, know, hey hey, the, Chris, do not disrespect the LA Extreme uh you you, well i'm talking about real football (laughs) and uh yeah we we so we didn't have a football team like half of my friends are niners fans half Mm. of my friends are raiders fans um and then the rest of them kind of have other teams like i've i've been a broncos fan uh since uh peyton manning got there um and you know, I've kind of just kind of just skated.
0: to be a fan, yeah. An oddly specific bandwagon jump Chris. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Well, I went football ever since Marcus Allen left the Raiders, I've <laughs> I've never had like and then Joe Montana leaving the uh Niners. There they I like I've ne- I haven't had a California team. Um my, my girlfriend's been a chargers fan. Um, she, w- she was definitely on board with the Rams though. I'm, I'm kind of, it, it does or doesn't happen. Um, mm-hmm. USC I've, you know, kind of, you know, been, I, I, that's my alma mater. So, uh, <laughs> I, I try to, uh, hey, cheer for on, Chris. Yeah. Uh, but you know, not, I'm not like, I'm not a, a, a So college football, uh, guy like these you you, these college football fans in uh california and in tennessee because i went to ut also but we're talking about usc they there's this thing um in the social sciences called uh basking in reflected glory Mm. so when your team wins especially in college especially at usc when the team wins everybody is going to uh School wearing all their USC gear, and I'm proud to be a Trojan, or all this other stuff. And we won, we did this, we did that. <laughs> and then when USC loses, uh, they're like, "Ah, well, they lost, and they they suck." And I don't know what their problem is, and nobody's wearing the the USC emblems and all that stuff. So it's, it's college football just kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. Like one thing I can say about Lakers Lakers and Clippers fans is they ride until the wheels fall off. You know what I'm saying? Like Lakers, even though we're not good right now, I'm real. I, I can honestly say that um, we, um, we, we still ride for the team and want them to get better. You know, mm so that's that's just been my my experiences with football out here long answer but yeah i think i would say um chargers barely not chargers rams barely number one usc number two um i don't really even know what's after those two you you know what
6: i didn't hear out there the 2001 xfl champion la extreme Right prior
4: from Nate, yeah. the
0: extreme <laughs> slander, the, the the disrespect, the erasure of uh, the extreme yeah. will not be staying stood for, Chris. <laughs> uh, I just yeah.
4: like I just like basking in the glory. You have Keith uh, Lee up there, Marcus, basking in the glory of Bryce Young in Alabama.
0: Yeah. So, do you agree with Chris's yeah. uh, rankings, Marcus? Um.
3: Mm, I would say for now, I, I think. USC will will with Lincoln Riley will be back on top of the Mm -hmm. city. Mm -hmm. Um, I would throw in the Raiders third. Yeah. Raiders. And I would throw in. I guess the the Chargers fourth and then UCLA football fifth. Yeah. I forgot all about the Bruins.
5: I don't think this city will ever not be a Raiders town. Um, there's just too many uh, people have been riding with the Raiders for. It's like you're born into it, right? <laughs> like you, like it, like a, for a lot of kids out here, they don't even have a choice. You know, their their mm-hmm. parents are putting them in like Raiders onesies um, right out <laughs> of the womb. You know, gotta so. start young. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> so. Like Todd Marinovich just <laughs> tied yeah. the one arm behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shout out, shout out to Todd Marinovich. <laughs>
7: messages
1: we'll be right back. wow the kings of sport have made it to 300 episodes and there is no person I know that better celebrates the zero at the end of a number better than Nate Milton congratulations Nate
3: Congratulations, Nate. Congratulations to Chris from LA. Congratulations to Marcus. Tremendous accomplishment hitting the number 300. Um you
1: know where do you go from here? After 300. You know what? Then it's the elusive um 310, 320, Ooh. 330. Wow. And in time, they will reach 400. But I'm so excited that that the mystery man himself, Marcus Vanderberg, who was shipped off. I understand uh, from from the intel that I've heard that he was sent off to Bristol, Connecticut. And he has been let out for one day to come back for this 300th episode. Which I'm very excited to hear about Marcus and where he has been for the last uh, X amount of months.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you where he was. And he was not in southern california meeting with me okay the man we, we tried as hard as we could to, to set up a meeting date but uh unfortunately uh we're, we're gonna have to take a bit of a rain check to
1: hang out with marcus and maybe hang out with nate as well at some point again maybe up in toronto reunion here come back guys nate milton you're always welcome here in canada marcus as well chris for sure We congratulate you on 300 episodes. Here is to uh, 300 more. And we are always here when the invite is sent out to chronicle and celebrate whatever milestone the kings of sport love to celebrate. And there are many of them. Kings of sports crew On behalf of myself and Matt Thomas host of the Hoopsology podcast Congrats on your 300th episode We know how much work it takes to produce just one episode, so making it to 300 shows is beyond impressive. Thanks to Nate for his appearances on our show. His insight and banter makes our conversations fun. Always enjoy him coming on to the pod and his chatting up about basketball and a little bit of wrestling as well. So on behalf of uh, myself and uh, Matt Thomas, congratulations from the Hoopsology podcast. Here's to 300 more episodes.
2: This is, uh, Scott Criscolo, the purveyor of the PTB Wrestling Network, and I just want to say congratulations to Nate and Marcus and the Kings of Sport on 300 episodes. Uh, if anybody knows how difficult it is to have consistency like that, it is definitely myself as, uh, uh my, uh, flagship show, The Place Be Podcast, myself and, uh, And Justin Rosero just surpassed 600 episodes. Uh, It is not easy uh, to have a show as great as this and uh, be that, uh, continue the consistency and high level of quality uh, that you bring. Uh, So take it from this uh, struggling uh, Laker fan, but excited first place Mets fans. Congratulations, guys, uh, and continued success. And another 300 episodes, I think, is on the horizon. So from all of us here at the PTB Wrestling Network, congratulations on 300 episodes and uh, continued success as the streak continues. Cheers, guys.
8: Hi there, it's Brent Chittenden from the True North Nerds podcast, occasional guest of the Kings of Sport. Unfortunately, I couldn't make the live show, but I did want to drop a, some audio congratulations on all the boys. 300 episodes is quite a feat. Uh, I know that as being a podcaster, and none of my shows have hit 300 yet. So it, it's really impressive, especially since the quality has like really stuck you hit a good point and you you haven't fallen back down from it so here's to uh oh, hopefully 300 more and an episode where maybe or two that I can come in and join in on cause I love talking to you guys and uh you know what's after this right boys 301 y- you gotta do it cause as a favorite of all of ours Cody Devante Rhodes once said do the work hopefully i'll get to talk to you guys soon and again congratulations on 300 episodes
0: what's going on party people and everybody out there in podcast land it's your man nate and uh, we'll get back to the show in just a little while but while we got some time I just wanted to let you guys know the three ways you can get in touch with the kings of sport way number one you can tweet us on twitter cause that's, that's where people tweet people apparently you can hit us up on twitter at KOS underscore POD that's COSPOD on twitter way number two You can email us at thekingsofsport at gmail.com. That's thekingsofsport at gmail.com. And finally, you can hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash thekingsofsport. So there you have it. Those are the three ways you can get in touch with us. You can leave feedback. You can join the discussion. Three ways you can be down with the Kings. We good, Marcus? Like, do we we have to pay warranty for this? Because I ain't got G-Funk money.
1: welcome back to the world's most dangerous sports show follow the danger online at facebook.com backslash the kings of sport
3: can you dig it can you dig it can you dig it
0: Marcus so we got TJ here we got brother Jamie here Uh. Um, you mentioned guests earlier, so I think this is a good time to kind of get into who have been our favorite guests, some of our favorite guests. But, you know, and you, you don't have to say me, it's okay. I, I was
3: going to say, all of our guests
0: are our <laughs> favorite guests, but amongst the favorite guests, Marcus, who have been some of the most memorable folks that we've talked to from your point of
3: view? Before we do, I know uh, Jamie has to, to run, yes, so sir. I want to uh, let see? him... Let him say his his two cents and uh, always a host. Get, get about his day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, if I got two cents to give, man, I will <laughs> take tree fifty. <laughs> I got a
6: dollar. Uh, <laughs> no, I just I just want to say thanks for having me on for for your for your wonderful celebration and uh and and hopefully you guys keep doing shows when you can keep doing shows and you know. There's people out here, myself included, uh, that look forward to them. Especially now that they're not every week, you know, it, it's, it becomes a big four pay per view when when you guys show up, you know, and, and it's, it's must must see, must listen, and you know, I look
0: forward to it every time. Hey, that's that's what happened jamie like i actually did the research and we were flooding the market we were giving the people <laughs> too much product so you know what i'm saying supply well, and demand
6: baby yeah you, you were getting saturday night's main events when you needed to be having summer Slams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh but we do appreciate you jamie like like i said you and bill have definitely been down with us uh, almost since the very beginning man and and uh, we we are proud of the work that you guys have been doing and, and we uh Hope that you keep it going, man. And, and uh, yeah, anytime you need us, man, or need me, I can't speak for Marcus. Anytime uh, you need me, give me a holler and I'll definitely be down. But uh, thank you for taking some time out, man, because it, it wouldn't be uh, a celebration of the history of this show uh, without without the good brother, Jamie Robinson. Without the That's four Jamie. time,
6: four time. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> Next season, I'll come <laughs> back and do it right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, fellas. All right, brother. Thank yeah. you. All right, see you. <laughs> all right so marcus uh speaking of guests as as jamie has been one of the best guests we've had over the over the years along with tj and people like dennis black and asian and and uh brian mann who may or may not pop up today um who have been some of your uh, the most memorable guests in your opinion that we've had over the course of the show
3: um i think that the guests fall into two different categories one okay. would be other sort of journalists and, and media people um I think Bomani Jones was the big first interview we did that I think yeah. got some traction. Um and you know, look at Bomani now, he's got his own HBO show. Yes. He's still doing the podcast at ESPN. So Shout he's gone on brother. to continue to do great things. Um we talked to real, real quick,
0: Marcus, real quick. Yeah. Uh, so going back, because because Bo was definitely gonna be on my list too. So I we mm-hmm. can just talk about it right here. So when Marcus was like, we 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 uh might be able to get the uh, Bomani Jones on the show. Like I was listening to, uh, it was the Morning Jones at the time. Yep. Uh, because mm-hmm. this was right after the Morning Jones ended, right before Bomani went to ESPN, and I was like, I've been a fan of this dude, and so that was one of the few episodes we've done where I actually had a little bit of nerves before we started recording because I'm like, yo, like Bo is, is dope and I don't want to sound like an idiot in front of this guy. But then like the conversation was just so cool and he was generous. I think he gave us like 45 minutes, like close to an hour almost of his time. So that was real cool of him. And, and uh, I was definitely glad that, you know, you were able to make that happen because I feel like doing that episode, it gave me a little bit. Like, like I said, I already know I can talk with anybody, but... Talking with Bo, I was like, okay, may, maybe I can do this. So that was a, a highlight for me.
3: Yeah. He, um, I mean, this was, I guess, what, nine years ago he was on. Yeah. And he's still, you know, I'm glad that he is, um, his audience has grown. Because I think in 2013, he was, it was before he went back to ESPN full time. He was doing um, The Morning Jones. Shout out to Corey Erdman, who was also a guest on, on the yes. podcast. Yeah and you know that show ended earlier than i think we all expected and he was able to sort of bounce around he went to sp nation and then finally Mm -hmm. got back to espn and was able to do the right time and i was doing the podcast so um so yeah but money i think probably at the top of my list um but we've talked to people like uh, people i worked with in terms of like eric adelson Mm -hmm. from yahoo um we had uh Kimberly Martin, who's someone now at ESPN, yes, yeah, back when yeah. she was at, at Newsday, covering the Jets. Uh, we've had Gary Washburn on, who's now yes. a, a national columnist for
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, the Boston Globe. Shout out to G-Wash. Yeah. Um, and then we have the category of actual, like quote unquote celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I forgot we interviewed JTG at one point. Yes, yeah. yes we yeah. did. <laughs> I, look, I forgot about, about that too. That was a fun night. I right. talked about his book.
5: Look, yeah. It was his yeah, that online book he came out the with. Damn, why did mm-hmm. I write
3: this book? Was the yeah. title. Yeah. Yes. Um we interviewed what is our friend's name? The the uh the jockey, the oh kevin frigger, uh, yeah. kevin frigger. Yeah. Yes, okay.
5: Uh, <laughs> shout out to him. Oh, uh, J- yeah. uh, J- JL Jackson seventy eight says two words: Hollywood Simpson.
3: Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood Simpson. Simpson. <laughs> Hollywood Simpson. Who, if you don't recognize the name, he yes. was in the middle of some accusations towards former NFL player Kerry Rhodes, mm-hmm. and um, I think that was a interview that was set up by Redacted. Is that right? Yes. So,
0: so yeah, because what happened was with that was we had talked about the story with Kerry Rhodes in segment four, which was a segment that we did for a long time on the show where we just kind of had a a potpourri, if you will, TJ, of of all the crazy stories in the world of sports and what was getting people's attention in pop culture. And so one week he brought the story to the table. We talked about it and I thought it was the end of it, but then we kept getting updates. And so it was one of those things that kind of grew organically, I think Marcus, where it was, it was just like, we got to talk to Hollywood Simpson. And he went and made the contact and we talked to Hollywood and it was like, I I, I love that interview because of the way it kind of showcased each of us and mm-hmm. our strengths, because, you know, I was kind of, you know, the host kind of, you know, keeping everything moving. And then, uh, you know, Uh, Redacted was kind of the the Fire starter and he's kind of you know Egging Hollywood on and then you Were like the journalist through and through And so I love that we didn't Like those softball questions in Hollywood You know we we had a good mix and The classic dismount From Hollywood Simpson when Marcus Was like uh, you know do you think uh, Carrie will ever get a job is one Of my favorite clips ever and I might end up Clipping it into the audio version
9: I don't know maybe you never Know
0: boo because Hollywood was like, well, you know, I don't know, boo, and there was so much <laughs> disdain for Marcus in that boo that it just made me laugh every time I heard it. But yeah, Hollywood Simpson was a was a memorable interview. I think that was during the time Marcus early on, where we had like you know people like Court Bauer, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Kriger, and Hollywood Simpson. Uh, um, we had uh, like some comedians come on. Like I think that. The first year of the show uh, was a lot more, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but it, it felt like a little bit more gimmicky, I guess, than what the show would become, where right. our guests were less personalities or celebrities, and our guests were more the people that we hang out with and we want to talk about sports with, like TJ mm-hmm. and like Chris. Uh, and so it became more so we've got guests, but they're less guests and more people. Uh, Extended members of the other Kings of Sport family.
3: Yeah. Uh Clipper Daryl. Clipper Daryl, yes.
4: Clipper Daryl.
3: Clipper (laughs) Daryl. Yeah. Uh he's still with us, right? Yes. Yeah, he's still
5: around. He's he's one hundred percent still around.
3: (laughs) That's like he had a
4: falling out with the Clippers. No, no, no. He's he's back. Yeah. Okay. But, but there wasn't falling uh, out. That. Oh my God. No, uh, there yeah. there
5: was. Uh, he lost a bet where he had to be Laker Daryl for like <laughs> a, a day or two. I know that made him uh sick a little inside, <laughs> but he he is definitely still around. I st- I still see that brother. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, Marcus. Uh,
0: was it SummerSlam where we got like uh, a lot of wrestler interviews that you did?
3: That's right. Yes, that was. SummerSlam 2014, I believe, which was like the last mm. one in Los Angeles, which Alfred and I, or, oh, Redacted and I, <laughs> um,
0: yes.
3: went to the uh, to the SummerSlam party that year. Yeah. Yes. Oh,
0: was the, hold on, was that the year where he was not allowed back in after he had left? And Jim he was, Ross not, and he was at-
3: not. He was not allowed in at all. So oh wow, there okay. was there was a um like a red carpet that. We we're both at and then <laughs> um shout out to John Murray. I don't think John was ever on the show, but a friend of mine.
0: I, I no, um, I think John was. I think John came
3: uh, on to talk about something with BET one one week. Okay. Uh, so John was there and um John was like, Well just just come with me, and we'll get you in. And I went with John and John that was the night. Two things <laughs> two things happened at that party. One that was the night that I discovered Randy Orton was into sisters because <laughs> he he was uh he was huddled up with uh with Jojo. Yes. Uh, uh two, <laughs> that was the night that Titus O'Neill was introduced to Amarosa mm. and I was yeah. there for that initial meeting, and those two had a brief relationship as well. Yeah. So that was a, a very interesting night.
4: Yeah. Wait, as in JoJo, as in the current Mrs. Bray Wyatt. Correct. Yeah. That. was Yes. Wow. And
3: if you don't remember, there, this was after the, the first divorce for Randy. There was a period where he unfollowed everyone on Twitter except for JoJo. He followed hey. just one person. Yep. And um, I don't know how long that that relationship lasted, but yeah, that was uh, that was the thing.
4: Yeah. That was not covered in the first season of Total Divas. <laughs>
3: it, was, it was not. No. I think.
0: Uh, before I kind of spin things around to TJ and Chris, like one of the things I liked about the early days of the show, Marcus, and this you know is is a lot of uh, credit due to you, is it was a bit more sports reporters in a way where we had, uh, you know, like you said, Gary Washburn or uh, you know, uh, Mike Mike Oz, Mike Mike Oz was
3: episode two, yes, Um, talking baseball. Before I, I I had to manage Mike, he was on our show yep. talking baseball. Marcus Grant was on talking fantasy yep. football for a couple of years. Uh, we'll, we'll get to John and Wei later yes. on. Oh,
0: and I, I do need to shout out Marcus because Marcus Grant plays a role in kind of the formation of the Kings of Sport. Because when uh, – we'll just say it now. Alfred and <laughs> Marcus – Marcus ripped the Band-Aid off. When Alfred and Marcus and I were first kind of putting the show together – I wanted examples because there was not a lot of black owned and operated sports podcasts out there that came from the perspective of non-athletes. And one of them was a show that Marcus Grant was doing. And so like, I think when you pointed me out, pointed that out to me, Marcus, I went and listened to all of their episodes, like over that weekend, just to kind of hear their flow, not to take ideas from them, but to just kind of, okay, this is what can be done in this space. And, you know, unfortunately, that show uh, didn't last too much longer after that. But without them, I don't think we—I I mean, we would have been started because we were already planning the show, Marcus. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that influence, if you will, uh, helped the show in the in the, in the beginning. Yeah,
3: I remember that show very well, and it sort of just ended uh, abruptly. But Marcus is someone who's gone on to more of a national success. He's. You know, NFL network and yep. does fantasy for them. And, um, but at the time, maybe he was probably like us in terms of, you know, trying to find a way into the space. Speaking of finding ways into the space,
0: our next guest is somebody who is from the Patreon era of the King of Sport podcast. You know, I kind of wanted this to be a celebration of all things over the past 300 episodes, past, present, maybe even future. Uh, but this person, uh, has done at least five or six episodes on the patreon and she's always down to talk politics or comic stuff and uh, she's a really really great person uh, I'm glad that she's in my life over the last couple of years uh, one of my one of my best friends I think I can say that I think I think I can say that one of my best friends that I've met through this enterprise of the kingdom sport and she is joining us for the 300th episode y'all get ready uh. Vanessa, Vanessa Shark is in the building.
5: Throw your V's up. yeah. <laughs>
0: What's up, Vanessa Shark? Thank you for I, making time.
9: I, hi, I'm glad to be here. Congratulations on 3,000 episodes or whatever. That's awesome. 300 episodes. Yay. Um, I, I literally was like, okay, let me try. And I am on the West Coast, so. I completely messed the times up. So I was like, 3.30, all right, I got time. And then I was like, nope, uh, 3 <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, shit, let me say hi. Um, yeah. yeah, congratulations. I am love being a part of the show. Uh, talking to you is one of my, yes, you are one of my best friends. Talking to you is always the highlight of my month. Day, week, whatever. (laughs) So I'm excited, and I love supporting you and everything. I I subscribe to the Patreon. Yes, I do. So y'all should too.
0: (laughs) Say say it louder for the people in the (laughs) back. Yeah, (laughs) like Superman. (laughs) I think for Vanessa, man, like Vanessa is one of these people, Marcus. That when it like when it clicks, it clicks. Like much like you and I, when when we Mm first started, I was like, okay, this is gonna work, and so when vanessa came on the first time i met her was doing the black lightning podcast over the dctv podcast network and she joined us in season three i want to say vanessa yes yes
9: yes yes pre-pandemic uh, so yeah
0: <laughs> yes pre-pandemic yeah so she joined us in season three and i was like okay yeah she like i like she's got a lot of great energy like like i I'm, i really enjoy having the conversation with her and then when i started uh, TDT talks, which was one of those pandemic That's projects, right. Marcus, uh, <laughs> with 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 the great Steve Willie. Uh, shout out to Steve Willie. Uh, Vanessa was certainly one of the first people I wanted to make sure we got on because, like, her voice is just so unique and her experience is 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 so uh, interesting. And so, yeah, like, I thank you, Vanessa, for always making time when we're doing these shows. Like, uh, if you're if you subscribe to the Patreon, like Vanessa, you would know that one of our most recent episodes is a review of Peacemaker on HBO Max that uh, me and Chris and Vanessa and uh, Mark uh, uh, Laferriere, I think I said it right. uh, (laughs) did uh, a month or so ago, but Vanessa is somebody who I feel like is part of going back to what we were talking about in the beginning, Marcus, where voices that don't have access or don't have platforms that don't, aren't being amplified. Like Vanessa is one of those voices, like, for however big my platform, big in quotes. Uh, This platform is, like, I want to give people like Vanessa uh, a a place to talk about stuff whenever they want to talk about it because I think, like, their voice needs to be part of the conversation. So I thank you, Vanessa, for always making time to do these shows.
9: Thank you for being an awesome person. And, like, you clearly have, like, I've said this before. I hope he takes over the network that we're on eventually. If Andy ever wants to sunset, like, his time on there, I think (laughs) Nate is, like, primed and ready to take over he's one of those people that is magnet like it's he's like a magnet for good people so it's it's not hard to, to to be like all right nate needs me what do i gotta do i'll figure it out i'll figure it out
7: <laughs> <laughs>
9: and i've met really cool people me and marcus follow each other i mean mark lefaria follow each other on instagram like i know i've met so many people and like uh see willie is my therapist so i feel like I've met so many people because of this this specific show it's just awesome like you connect a lot of people together so that's on you man Oh.
3: Nate can I make a request I, I think we need a TDT update I mean you guys yeah obviously things got sort of back to normal but yeah. it's been probably a year normal. now since <laughs> vaccine that might, yeah. might have been the last episode it was around the time of the vaccine so yeah the last episode was probably
0: in December of 19 maybe January of 20 oh, wow uh and no, you did the pandemic, so I mean, it must you know, have it was been like December 20, like, yeah, January 21. January 21. Yeah. Uh, and that was the season finale. We were renewed for sense. season two, and we never came back. We, because, and, and here's, like, I, I think now's a good place to kind of talk about this, Marcus, because Jamie brought it up earlier in terms of the frequency of the episodes. And, like, it felt like, and I'm sure this is not a, an experience that's germane to me, But it felt like last year, even though there was a lot of terrible things going on with the pandemic, uh, you know, I lost people through the pandemic. In terms of like being creative and doing these shows, it was maybe one of the most fruitful times just because I wasn't at work every day. And so fast forward to, you know, the last year where I'm back at, at a new job and I'm working 40, 45 hours a week in addition to the other shows it's like the output is not where I want it to be. So if there's people out there watching, they're like, man, I wish there was more content. Like I'm, I'm right there with you. And I think <laughs> that to me is the, is what we're going to be doing the rest of this year. And I'm including you, Chris, I'm already drafting right. you into this. Uh, <laughs> Cause I want to find a way to make it work where we are putting out more content, but also, you know, like, it's not affecting the rest of my life, you know, with the job <laughs> yeah. and everything like that. Uh, because it is like like Marcus was saying earlier, like him and I used to talk at least four or five times a week. But because we're not doing the show together and because of real life now, it's like I talk to Marcus maybe once a week or every two weeks. And it's like I miss that. And so, yeah, that that, that is something I want to kind of get back to uh, this year.
3: And we sort of talked about early on when I left the show, we talked about doing another show and yeah. i can do another show if it's if it's not sports related and yes originally we we sort of talked about okay well let me make sure i don't get fired and you know all yes. that great stuff <laughs> um but now that we are sort of nine months removed from that switch um maybe that's something we should start figuring out actually the, the concept we talked about is yeah post wrestling guys are doing now essentially which was we we wanted to sort of interview um, people w- within the podcast space and mm-hmm. um, use that, you know, spend an hour basically sort of doing a deep dive on, on a subject. Um, I think that idea is probably, you know, we probably should find something else, but I think there's probably a show that Nate and I can figure out later this year that um, would be clear my end and also sort of provide some content for for the listeners
0: yeah i, I i'm definitely down for that. like Marks and i've had so many versions I, like I've, I've scrapped two documents already of ideas for this <laughs> this show that we, we, we're gonna do eventually together uh but you know in terms of like people like vanessa people like tj people like jamie who was on the show earlier today i think that's part of the reason why uh the show has kept going, and I think part of the reason why, you know, the audience responds because, and it's, it's going to sound bad when I say it, Chris, now that I'm saying it in my head before I say it on the microphone. Right. Uh, so, you know, hey, I apologize in advance if this sound like like I'm patting myself on the back a little bit, uh, but I feel like when you are open to people, people are open to you. Right. And I feel like one thing that we've always done, you know, me and Marcus, uh, is... If you're here to talk in good faith and here to have fun, the platform is open. And so, yeah. you know, that's how we get into these great conversations with people like TJ. That's how we get, you know, these great conversations with somebody like Vanessa. And I feel like that's something that I've been missing the past few months. And we're going to get back there.
5: Yeah. Like I feel like the, the best kind of um, interviews are when, the um, subject of the interview understands that we're not here to catch them in anything or, you know, play, you know, just, just play politics or whatever you want to call it. Um, and that's, again, that's one of the things that I I, I pride um, our, ourselves on is like, we're not here to um, interview you and then just, ask you loaded questions left and right, you know, (laughs) like, you know, um, why were you cheating on your wife? You know, stuff like that. (laughs) You guys have Tiger Woods on? Wow.
7: But, you know,
5: like, like it's, it's, it's just um, the the show should, should be a good time, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you know, where, you know, if something happens in the news, you know, we we naturally want to talk to, to them about it but you know we're not here to kind of derail anybody if that makes sense
0: definitely and and uh before uh we get deeper to the conversation i do want to show some love to tj mcclune because uh tj has been somebody that's been down with the show for many many years and yeah. as marcus mentioned earlier like there's there's a good chance man if 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 marcus was as petty as he can be normally uh for once marcus was not petty And we opened the doors to TJ, and we've had a great relationship ever since, brother. Um, So anything you want to say before you get out of here, man? We appreciate you uh, for spending some time with us today, man. And and the floor is yours, brother.
4: So it's been 300 episodes. I'm glad I've been on, I want to say, 27 of them. That's a count in my (laughs) head I just made up. I don't know if that's true or not. That sounds probably,
3: I mean, it's probably probably not
4: not that far off. Usually I get the DM from Nate, and you know I say yes, and I'll pop on, and I'll know you guys are in hour six of a conversation. I thank God I wasn't a part of the past five <laughs> hours of it. Um, but I will say after three hundred episodes, I will make one correction: the last name is McAloon, not McLoon. But I just let it slide. So. <laughs> wow! It, it's normally it's the thing. That's why I just go by TJ. The ladies
0: and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this. This man, TJ McAloon, it, not only is he a great uh, podcast, not only My is pride. he a, a great writer, but he is an ally. He let us mispronounce his name for nine years and is only just now bringing it up. So, Or he's yes. trying to
3: set us up to look foolish. Which I one? wish
4: I was, mm. but it's not. It's, mm. it's like, really, I, if, if I hear someone say DJ or EJ or PJ, I'm just like, yeah, let's just keep it moving. I don't need to correct it. <laughs> it it's fine. It's a T. It sounds very much like D and all the other letters. I mean, if I could go by just a letter T, I would, because it just, it just takes too long. Big T. Yeah, big T. I love Ahmed Johnson. I wish he did more. Um,
3: <laughs> Here's
4: the thing, so about, TJ, I,
0: real quick, real quick before I let you say your last piece. I Now now that you mention it, I do remember on the first episode we had you on, Alfred did introduce you as TJ McAlew. Somehow, subconsciously in my mind, I disregarded anything from that first season. And so, yeah, like you got a reboot. So from here on out, TJ, it's a fresh start. You know, the 300th episode is just the first episode of our hilarious. relationship, brother. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, let me introduce TJ McAloon to the it's Kings like of It's like a sport. coming
4: out party. It's nice. It's very much uh, in 2022. I'm glad we're all coming out in a new ways. Um <laughs> Especially we, here had in a Texas. Re- we
0: we had a we had a reveal, it was a blue balloon it that is. said McAlloon on it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> especially here in Texas, where we don't mind when people come out. Definitely not our government <laughs> doesn't like really that at all.
5: No. Such an no, open state. especially
4: here in the capital as well in Austin. Yeah, you know, we don't care about that. Anyway, <laughs> I will say, it's been a pleasure. I always love coming on talking wrestling, uh, football, hockey as well giving you know we guys have to have an ask a white guy perspective on things i'm always (laughs) here for you on that one that's always nice yes you Um, have
0: been one of our go-to white guys yeah i
4: don't (laughs) mind uh, talking about that stuff and going you know what we messed up on this one we'll take
0: (laughs) our
4: bad for shutting out colin kaepernick for the last five years that's our bad all right um but no, or promoting my when I was with the Austin Texas wrestling branch here. Yes, yeah. When I did my mm-hmm. stuff in Atlanta during Super Bowl 20, or two uh, two thousand nineteen, which Marcus was a huge help getting connected to the Yahoo side of things on that one. Mm. So yeah, it's been a it's been a fun time. I'm sure I'll continuously come on and talk more and make terrible jokes. And get the pity laughs from Nate, which is always nice. So <laughs> it really helps out for that one. And you know, I'm supportive. Uh, I'm supportive, TJ. This is true. So my last thing I'll say is, Kenny Pickett was robbed of the 2021 oh. Heisman Trophy. Wow. It'll go down. Many people are saying that he was robbed. Many and people. There's a commission looking into the recount of this one. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, my blanket is one of my main supporters of this commission. So folks, we're gonna take it back. We're gonna take it back that Heisman trophy.
3: Say it to his face. Say it to his face. I will. Say it
4: to somebody. I will. And many people are saying that Bryce Young didn't deserve that trophy. Many people.
3: Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Uh, people speaking, are saying that you of,
4: put anybody in that Alabama offense, and you. Win yeah the Heisman Trophy. It's just you know
3: <laughs> two things, two things. One, this guy right here, first quarterback to win the Heisman at Bama. Number one, number mm-hmm. two, TJ. I will be in your city in September <laughs> to watch this guy play UT. So I will, I uh, will look you up.
4: Yes, they're going to win by at least twenty one points. But that's that's what I love. See, I hope you guys destroy them. And the reason being is because I'm not a UT homer. I I grew up in Pittsburgh i only moved to austin because i hate cold weather i despise it every day i love when the ozone layer shrinks down more because it gets hotter i'm looking forward to 95 degree february's uh, you know sucks for my kids and their grandkids i'll be dead long and gone but hey that's just my that's just me um but texas i love when they lose because september and october prices are astronomically high you can't go to a game they suck october christmas or october halloween prices start going down they lose more. Prices keep on going down, and by Thanksgiving time, you can get into DKR of like five bucks. So it's great. So horns down. I hope they continue to lose because I want to <laughs> go to cheap football games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and It's because I'm also that's petty. A, that's why. Yes, yes. That's that's the one thing you and markets have had in common all these years that yes. that petty streak. So yeah. Uh, oh,
4: we, yes. One last thing about Texas: the new quarterback, um, the kid who left high school to go to Ohio State. Cashing a big NIL deal. Who's coming back? Quinn Evers. Thank you. That was my rambling so I can finally remember who it was. If you look at him and look at Keith from Righteous Gemstones, you will never be able to see the difference ever again. Look at Quinn Evers and look at Keith from Gemstones. They look the same same person.
0: There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the king of the dismount himself, the Texas two-stepper, our friend TJ McAloon. TJ, man, thank you for always... Make it time for us when you can. I know you got a busy schedule out there, but uh, we appreciate you, uh, and, and we'll catch up with you down the road, man. All right, I'm out. All right, later, TJ. All right, so uh, back to Vanessa Shark here. Uh, so, Marcus, I think the first time you probably would have spoken with Vanessa on a show would have been the post-election extravaganza we did that one time.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I remember. I remember me too, the, yeah. the, the, the Vanessa KME back and forth.
0: Yes, and I did. <laughs> Chris Chris made a point about that earlier. It's like the thing I love about the environment the atmosphere we've got on the show is we can have differences of opinions but i feel like it's always good faith argument i feel like it's always like even when we disagree we're not disagreeable and so like i love it i like that uh back and forth that exchange with chris and vanessa it's like that's what we're here for we're here to have conversations we're here to exchange ideas and if if we're not doing that on the on the podcast if we're not using our platform to kind of let people think In different ways. Then what are we doing?
9: It's funny because, like, I I, that's such an often thing with me that I don't remember that at all. I'm always right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like like, sounds like. But but
0: for me, but for me, it was a Tuesday.
9: (laughs)
5: Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because I'm I'm like very passionate um, about uh, black people voting and, and participating in the political process and stuff.
0: In in terms of the discussion here, and A, I love the discussion, and this is what the show has always been, Marcus, you know, whether we're talking sports or politics or just America, like, it's been a place where folks, particularly people that look like us, you know, have a platform, have a space to kind of talk about what we're feeling and be honest with it. Uh, But in terms of the discussion that Christopher Nessa just had, uh, I think I would say, and I, I, I'm I'm learning, Marcus. Like, this is always my role, I think. Uh like I'm always the bridge guy. Like, i because I, I, I love everybody. And so I think it's not an either-or, it's an all and like we need all the Vanessas we can get in this world, we need all the Chris's we can get because America, <laughs> America's jacked up, and we need all the hands on deck we can get, whether it's inside the building, outside the building, we need everybody pushing forward together. Um uh, so Vanessa, uh, in terms of that community, uh, because you have been somebody over the past couple of years that has been a part of this Kings of Sport community, um, you know, really quickly, like what, what have been some of your favorite uh, things that you've done with us uh, since uh, 2019 here?
9: Oh my God. I, I think I, I really like the TDT talks. Like those are always my favorite with you guys, right? That's what you're asking yeah. what, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Is that what you're I also really like so I've listened to some of the like wrestling stuff. I have no idea what you guys are talking about, either, but um, <laughs> it's always interesting to hear people passionately talk about stuff even if I have no idea what they're talking about. Um but I really I really liked connecting with Steve Willie. I think like mm-hmm. um that was um I think I needed there was a really was a therapy session. I feel like it unlocks some all of us and it unlocked some things that we needed to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I really enjoyed that. I think that was my that's my favorite. But like, you're my favorite person. So anything that involves you.
0: <laughs> yes, that, that's that's the answer I was going for, even though I didn't know I was going for it. Just <laughs> t- tell me how great I am again, Vanessa. Short. Big brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Marcus, like uh, really quickly, because I know we 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 got to bounce here in a little bit. But In terms of everything, uh, you know, it it could be pivoting off of Chris and Vanessa's conversation or it could be something that we haven't talked about yet here this week. But uh, when you look back at the work uh, that, that, you know, you and I have kind of put in and and everybody that's been a part of this uh, family has put in, uh, you know, what what are some things that that you remember, um, you know, kind of going back to 2013?
3: Um. Hmm. Well, this is where this is where we will mention John away because yes, yes, they were the I think the inspiration on some level and also sort of the mm-hmm. constant in terms of uh, the thing that I think brought us. To, well, that was the thing that brought us together, number one was was that show. Yeah, and just their support over the years and the the friendships that have developed since that time. Um, you know, the, I think that's been sort of like the underlying theme of the show is sort of like if, if there was a, a world where John and way actually had a sports podcast, we would sort of be like the unofficial sports podcast of it, <laughs> of, of their universe. Um, and they've been grateful with, their time over the years in terms of coming on the show and, and definitely been have super supportive of, of of the projects that we've done on this show. And also your own projects, Nate. I mean, you're now working, you and or are working directly with them and doing yeah. the NWA podcast. So they didn't have to do that. Um, they yeah. didn't have to sort of, it's in that, that olive branch and the fact that they were able to take the show you guys are already doing and put it on a bigger platform to get more listeners like i think this just shows you those are the kind of people they are and kind of kind of men they are
0: yeah and and uh really quick i want to spin that around to you chris because a lot of people don't know uh the nwa podcast on post wrestling was something that you came up with the idea for you know and and it's been an idea that you had kicking around for at least two or three years and you brought it to me and we launched it on the patreon it was one of the first shows that we put on the Patreon, you know, just talking about pro wrestling from the perspective of black fans, black journalists, black media members, and, you know, John and Wade, to Marcus's point, uh, brought us on for post-podcast day, and then they were like, you know what, this could work on our platform. So, uh, you know, talk a little bit about how, you know, we kind of got started with the NWA and then making that transition to post.
5: Yeah, so it's like I'm always intrigued by, like, people who – um, know things that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like politics is my uh, wheelhouse. I work, I, I teach political science for a living. I um, work political campaigns. I, I Like I said, I, I know that game and I know the frustrating process it is. Journalism is something I've dabbled in. Um, I went to USC for communications, um, but I just never really knew the rules uh like i knew the rules but just the implication of the rules and that's one thing that uh john and way have been really good about um teaching me you know mm-hmm. as far as like um when i go like like the the plan right now is to go to um AEW double or nothing next month um, be backstage. Hopefully, get some interviews here and there, and just to not fanboy out, you know, with you see <laughs> see people like that. Like I already, I, I don't fanboy out anyway. But just to kind of, you know, let you know, hey, you're you, you're here as a as a journalist. Um, kind of like topical discussions to have not and never telling us what to do, telling us what we can or can't talk about, just kind yeah. of being there as um, a, a guiding force on what we do um, at Post and being a part of posts. And I love um, the community. Um, and even even like the, the people that are like just just there to like argue. there are people that are ju- that are just there to troll. and hate listen and and make fun of my mama my daddy everybody (laughs) there are those people that exist and then there are also people who have like understandable disagreements that Mm -hmm. is like okay um let's 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 talk through this you know if you if you send me a comment and i understand that you're not trolling like, hey, um like I had someone on um on one of the boards say, hey, I don't know much about uh critical race theory. Can you tell me about it? And I could, you know, have a conversation with them and you know, cause that's how you know and understand things is you ask questions. I could go to go to Brand I asked Brandon Thurston uh just last night a question on uh this netflix this whole thing with netflix i asked him a question because i'm not well versed in this stuff Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like um you, you like uh you uh nate with the uh customer service aspect of things that is something that i it's you know what i'm saying it's stuff that you know of but i'm not like I'm not well versed in it like teaching student populations are different than um like you know being nice to people and you know talk you know and trying to and learning how to bite my tongue um I don't have to you know engage every yes person who's you know <laughs> who, who, who's just there to 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 troll and be mean and stuff like that because that's not what I'm about. Like if you want me to if if you want if you want to ask me something that's in my wheelhouse I'll answer that. If I don't know something I'm not gonna sit there and pretend that I do know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's one of the good things about if 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 I if I call myself an intellectual then um answering questions that i don't know the answer to and pretending that i do know the answer to them uh would puts me in the space of being an anti-intellectual, right? So mm-hmm. um you know that's just kind of like piggybacking off of um off of all of you, off of Marcus, um off of Nate, um off of um, Vanessa even though we've only talked um like f- a couple times about politics and the rest i think is like science fiction <laughs> bullshit <laughs> arguing about fake characters that don't matter the john cena, cena <laughs> yeah, <you> know, right? <laughs> yeah yeah so so i mean this is this is like a like i said this is a, a vehicle and a and a great uh platform. Um, and uh, I I'm, I couldn't be any more grateful. Um, and I, I I can't wait to go to Vegas next next month and represent Post, and represent King and re- represent the King of Sports podcast because you know that's that's the other end of this right you know what i'm yeah. saying uh, that's the kind of i wish i had some kind of shirt or something that said Jesus
9: <laughs> on I was gonna say, you have merch
0: <laughs> yo yeah. we like, we wait, had the merch conversation like i think in 2014 yeah and much like everything else with this podcast it comes in due time like <laughs> yeah it might not come when you call but it's always gonna be on time uh, yeah uh, I think for me, Chris, uh, I am just going to say real quick, because I I like where you're going there, like in terms of the platform, like that to me is the next, and not to sound too grandiose, but like the next frontier, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, because people have asked me since Marcus has left, like what's next for the show? Like, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And what in my mind, and it's always kind of been in the back of my mind, but, you know, much like the pandemic kind of, forced us out of a comfort zone and we started doing the live shows uh marcus leaving you know forced me out of a comfort zone because i was very comfortable (laughs) Mm -hmm. with the groove that marcus and i had gotten into for seven years when it was just the two of us Uh, but my goal now you know and i talked about a little bit before chris is like i'm i can't do it all man like i'm 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 like jimmy butler with these podcasts at the end of that game in the bubble series i'm i'm right. tired man i'm i'm over at the table i'm tired <laughs> uh, yeah. but i want like we've got a foundation here like we've built something up we've got uh an audience that that rocks with us and and listens to us and whether they agree with us or not they're always here for us they are always respectful and so like i want the platform to be a place where you know people like you and Vanessa can can talk where people like uh you know I saw Chinieri Okafor she was going to join us today had some internet issues but like we love Chinieri we talked to her yeah, on yeah. the NWA podcast and have the perspective of you know not just a young black girl but you know a young black girl in South Africa and the way that she views the world and the way that she views sports. I want to hear more from Chinere here on the network. I want to hear more, like, the network. It ain't even really a network, but I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking it into existence. Um, Andrew Thompson, our, our brother, the youngest in charge, one of the hardest working cats I know. Like, I want, you know, him to have a space where if he wants to do a show that's not affiliated with Post, he's got a spot. You know, he, and he doesn't have to worry about getting, you know, a, a website host or a stream, setting up a stream yard, like, I got you. And so like, that's, that's what I want to do, you know, kind of going forward. Like, yeah, I'll have my own stuff and we'll have the Kings of sport the Kings of sport ain't going nowhere. Uh, but I want to have a place where more black and Brown folks can talk about these issues because we don't often get that space. And if I can right in some way, shape or form with, with whatever reach I have, give somebody a little boost. That's, that's
5: what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more, man. I, um, I uh again I like you know I'm I'm like now I'm like a OG in this thing now right you know it's <laughs> it's like um and I and the, the funny thing is is I never when I was in my uh teens and 20s and even in my 30s I never really thought a lot about reaching OG status I, that just was something that was in my kind of um purview and then i look around at uh what's going on in my um communities um and who's getting put getting put in place for all these things it's like okay i i have to really seriously step up to the plate um and the way we do that are on is uh, uh, one of the ways that i do that are, are on these platforms where people uh, can listen and get perspectives. Um, and, you know, and, and I, and one of the things that I love the most is when I get like tweets and emails from people who ask me a political question that they don't know the answer to. And, you know, and, and one of my, my things too, is like, there's nobody that's ever wrong when it comes to their uh, political beliefs—it's just different perspectives. Like you can be wrong about like xenophobia and racism and and things of that nature, um, but you can't be wrong about like what you think is politically best for you or me or whoever. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, I have to coexist with everybody. And being a part of um, the Kings of Sport and the post wrestling community has taught me, you know, hey, you know, sometimes you are going to be around people who uh, disregard everything you say or do, you know? (laughs) And how are you going to act when you are in that space? Are you Mm -hmm. going to be like, oh, you're wrong? Or are you going to, like, try to have some kind of dialogue and understand that not everybody thinks like you? Mm. And in understanding that not everybody, like, thinks like you, if you want them to think like you on a certain issue, you're you're not going to do that by sitting on their, uh, perspective. Right. So that's one. Well, well,
0: well, well, hold on, Chris, cause there is an exception to that. What?
5: And I have the exception right
0: here. Uh-huh. Marcus, I told you, we teased it off the top. We got an email from a listener. Like we throughout the show, if you're listening to the audio version, you've heard various, uh, well wishes, uh, in audio form, but one person Marcus decided to send us an actual email. He is friend of the show. The the hater from chi Town, Jermaine Jones, uh, okay, and this is what <laughs> and this is what Jermaine had to say. Hey, brothers, it's Jermaine from Chicago. Congrats to one of my favorite podcasts out there, The Kings of Sport. To make three hundred of anything is such an accomplishment and a big deal. Nate brought me in by hearing him with John and Way on the Long Dead Review and Impact podcast. The Kings of Sports started off with three, with Nate, Marcus, and Alfred. But we don't talk about that guy anymore. (laughs) Then Marcus left, and Chris Ely, parentheses, stopped being bamboozled and led astray by Vince McMahon and his pushing of Roman Reigns, came in and was a good addition. The show is great because you feel like you're in a barbershop, and the topics can go anywhere from sports to pop culture to politics and back. The show brings us black men who are from different parts of the country who've never met each other and yet it feels like they've known each other for years. Nate you're a good man and that's what it's all about. We appreciate the years of hard work and entertainment that you and Marcus and the rest of the crew have put into the show. Let's go get 300 more even if it will take six more years at this rate. Kings is Kingsport forever. <laughs> Sincerely Jermaine.
7: <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you. Jermaine.
0: Yes! They shout out to the, the number one hey. hater, Jermaine. We appreciate you, man. Like, Jermaine's another person that's been with us, you know, pretty much mm-hmm. since day one. So um, as we wrap things up right now, I just want to go around the horn one last time uh, and let everybody, you know, say their piece. Because uh, after that, we got an after party set up. So we got to get ready for that, guys. Uh, let's see. Let's go with Chris. Chris. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts on, on the Kings of Sport 300 episodes, man? Looking looking to the past, but also looking to the future, my
5: brother. Right, yeah. Um, so sh- sh- shout out to Jermaine. Um, I will say this to you, Jermaine. Uh-oh. Um, it, for a debate to be a fruitful debate, <laughs> there's got to be a baseline level of fact that everybody <laughs> agrees with So then you can work your way up from that part of it. Like, so (laughs) Will Smith smacking Chris Rock at the Oscars. (laughs) We have to agree that at least that is against the law because it is against the law. That's right. We didn't talk about Will Smith. That's not, yeah, that's not an opinion. That's a fact. So if you did then, the, then the argument becomes should it be against the law or not then you could have a fruitful debate you can't argue the facts so that's one thing you you'll drive yourself nuts doing that kind of thing so i digress i just wanted to get <laughs> to get that out with the they, 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 so the, the roman reign stuff i don't argue with numbers and ratings could the number could could WWE be doing better yes of course but <laughs> anyway um and I'm not a, a mark for anything or anybody if if you make that mistake with me uh you it's easy to get caught slipping man um I like I like Megan Rapino on my shirt she's she's my girl <laughs> nice. but um but anyway, yeah. Um, so tomorrow morning I will be doing um the second episode of my um my uh stream yard space, the easy attack, where I'm just gonna be talking about news and issues okay. um and, and things of that. So is um follow it. It's on on YouTube, it's uh, the easy attack or easy attack one word. That's the easy way to follow it. And then on Twitter. Um, I'm at km easy does it. It's going to be streaming there. It's going to be streaming on all the uh, StreamYard. Um, it's not StreamYard. Uh, Twitch, all that different stuff. The last, I Twitch gave me fifty bucks, um, like a month or two ago for for streaming. So I'm going to try to learn that interface the best that I can, so I can, so they could, you know. Fifty dollars is fifty dollars, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you know, <laughs> Talk to him, Chris. Yeah, that's that's my thing, man. That, that's that that's that's a that's a great trip to Del Taco, right there, right? <laughs> you know, so that's a quarter tank of gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, this has been fun, man. I appreciate everybody. Um, I I love all of you. You guys have been. Um, um like i said like i in 20 2013 was a bad year for for nate and it was a bad year for me on the uh relationship side of things <laughs> um we don't need to go into details about that but you know we hurt each other <laughs> you know what i'm saying and the fact that and it's not that you're happy that someone else is, is suffering it's just the fact that So someone else knows what you're going through and it's easy to kind of go through that kind of thing together. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, man, I, I've, I've been so grateful, uh, just to, uh, know you guys again, met Nate in person, met Marcus in person, never all three of us together. So that's gotta happen. One of these days, um, when I had, um, my uh my brain surgery uh, in January, that was a, a big deal that s- scared the ever loving mess out of me. Um, but having um you you guys amongst the first people I told about it, um made me feel better about letting the public know what was going on with me. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, John and Way being so respectful during that time. And then just getting, uh, you know, um, uh, all of um, Brian, like Brian, uh, Brian uh, being there. Brian Maxwell. Um, Brian Mann. Shout Brian out to Brian Max- Mann. Yeah, Brian Mann. I, was, I gave out his middle name. I hope he doesn't. Even gave out that man's government yeah yeah but brian brian man uh chris van vleet of all people i didn't I, mm-hmm. I didn't even know he knew i existed man and he you know just shouted me out and um just the 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 people that have like just made me feel cared about you know what i'm saying and that like that that means something you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. like because if if i if i if it wasn't for Uh, this community I would have went through that by myself you know and I'm not about to cry or anything like that I just gotta gotta just let people know that was like that was a very very scary thing to hear it it wasn't easy I don't want to I don't want to pretend that oh and it's been kind of hard since I've been out but it's been better but yeah I like like that was I I didn't know I was gonna be awake after the brain surgery. I, I really didn't, I, I, I didn't know what was gonna happen to me. I woke up with 25 staples in my head, something like that. Mm. Just just a different thing, man. So um, I appreciate all of you um, and I can't um, say that enough. So uh, thank you, thank you, John. Thank you, Way. thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, uh, Vanessa. Everybody who's just around, and um, it's 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 just great to have this community. So,
0: we definitely appreciate you, Chris. Uh, and that, again, like I think that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, is. If you surround yourself with good people, then the work will end up being good as a result of that. And uh, mm-hmm. so Vanessa shark, uh, any final words before we get out of here and we, we head to uh we head to the after party.
9: I just want to say thank you for, you know, always inviting me. I always try to make it. Um, and thank you for connecting me with so many awesome people. Like I've said before. Um, yeah. I always, you know, I feel like, you give me a platform to talk about whatever I want to try. Hopefully I'm as respectful as I can, but you know, I'm I'm a loud mouth, so that's just my thing. But thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. She's from Cleveland, Cleveland y'all. She's from Cleveland. I'm from Cleveland and Puerto Rican. Like I and <laughs> the cards are stacked against me. Um but anyway, thank you so much. I appreciate you, Marcus, Chris, obviously Nate, all the people I've met through in the podcast. Yeah, I definitely appreciate you guys.
0: Uh we definitely appreciate you too, Vanessa Shark. Uh, Mark, Marcus Vanderberg, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Marcus Vandenberg with, with the big comeback today. Uh, any final thoughts from you, my friend? Because, you know, it, back in 2013, you and me and Redacted, now we, so we just said his name, Alfred, we just started this together. And uh, even all these years later, man, we're still cool and, and uh, the show still remains. So any final thoughts today?
3: Yes. Um, don't get used to this. I won't be back anytime soon. Uh, this was this Mark's was one out night. on
0: his dream girls. One night only. One night
3: only. Uh, got the green light from from Mickey to to do this. Yes. Shout out to the mouse. Um, so I will go back into hiding and continue to <laughs> keep my head down and do my work. I will say, um, you know, I, I for selfish reasons I hope the show continues on past 300 episodes um you know if if Nate makes it out to Los Angeles in 2023 then um I'm I'm pretty sure we can figure something out there to have me back on but um you know at this point I'm 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 really just a fan of the show I I listen just like everyone else does and um for me that's been cool to sort of be on the other side of it of actually listening to the show as a fan as opposed to being part of the show so um, you know, nothing new, all is well here. I'm still doing great, kids doing great. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, so I will shout, continue shout out to the wife who uh was a, a, a supporter in the
0: early days and dropped us soon afterwards because she didn't have time yeah. for our nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't have
3: time for two and a half hour episodes. So <laughs> um yeah, I will continue to to provide updates to Nate and I will just say, you know, stay tuned if if we you, you know if we can figure out something in the future.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I guess my last thing, you know, today, first of all, you shout out to everybody that was able to make time today and shout out to everybody that was watching, uh, you know, uh, 300 episodes. Like, it's 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 a milestone, you know, and I think it's not like – it's it's not the be-all and end-all, but it it is something I did want to take some time to reflect on because there's a lot of shows, as we talked about, Marcus, that ain't even making 300 days, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this – this is, podcasting is a thing that anybody can do, but I think it takes a special kind of skill maybe. And, and also a special kind of mindset to do it for an extended period of time and to do it well, if I can be as bold to say we do it well. Um, And so the, the fact that we've been doing this for this long, man, I I appreciate everybody that's been a part of this show, even Alfred, you know, I'd never shy away from the fact that Alfred was a part of the formation of this thing. And, maybe this whole thing takes a different path if he's not there at the beginning. So even though we've parted ways, you know, even though he out here on his David Ruffin, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's, he's always going to have a place in the Temptations Hall of Fame. He just can't visit. You know, we're we going to hang the picture up. You just can't come by and see the picture. Uh, but, you know, for me it's been the, the best part about all this has just been the conversations. Because at the end of the day, that's all I wanted to do, man, is just have conversations with smart people, with funny people, and talk about sports and life and use sports as a way to talk about life. Uh, And so it's been cool. You know, the show ain't ending for anybody that thought we was. Uh, You know, you must have heard wrong. But, uh, you know, we we are going to spend the rest of 2022 kind of tinkering with the formula. You know, Chris is still going to be, you know, riding shotgun here uh, going forward. But, you know, I do want to kind of See what we can do with the platform. See what we can do, you know, not only on the main show, but also on the Patreon. And if you haven't subscribed to the Patreon, go ahead and check it out, man. It's only $5. gets you in the door. I know y'all got some of that tax money back in your pockets uh, because, you know, the more you support the Patreon, the more it allows us to do more things and bring in more people. Uh, So, you know, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Marcus Vandenberg. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Brother Marcus. Y'all get that man some love uh, doing big things at ESPN. Uh, but until then, uh, this is going to do it. I want to thank Marcus. I want to thank Chris. I want to thank Vanessa. I want to thank TJ McAloon, uh, (laughs) and I want to thank Brother Jamie Robinson. I also want to thank Andrew Thompson and uh, Chinere, who tried to make it, but, you know, them technical difficulties got in the way. It wouldn't be a podcast without technical difficulties,
5: Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: but uh, that's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Stay tuned. We'll be back next month with an all new edition of the world's most dangerous sports show, the Kings of Sport podcast. So for Marcus, for Vanessa, for Chris, for TJ, and for brother Jamie, I am the Godfather Nate Milton. And up Shit's Creek, it's weak is the last quote that I wanna hear when I'm going down. When all said and done and we got a new show in town, when the record plays and gets to skipping and slowing around, all they can say is them brothers earned that crown. <laughs> but until then, you've been down with the Kings. Yeah. That one is hot fire. Well, that's all for this week's edition of the Kings of Sport. Be sure to come back next week for an all-new episode. You can leave feedback for the show on Twitter at KOS underscore or via Gmail at thekingsofsport at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and rate us on iTunes and telephone. The Kings of Sport is a production of the Mosaic Podcast Network. Whether you like it or not, he's back. Sharp as a just Let me tell you something, mean Gene. I'ma go out there and I'm gonna leave it all on the mat. Cause that's what I do when I get it
1: done so I can do it. Yeah!
0: What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here?